Welcome to P3 Radio. The monkey only dances as good as the guy grinding the organ handle. Brada, brada, brada. I fly, bro. That is never stopping. Truck goes to the white. Cool story, bro. Footy pajamas. Hey, genius, it's, three, it's 2 p.m. Central. PG3 Radio. Here's your host, Josh Friday. Get him off big, Freddie. Get him off big. Richard Mulliken. And as I put you down, my pants ripped. <laughs> it's showtime! It's showtime! It's showtime! Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of P3 Radio. I'm Richard Mulliken, joined by my co-host, the man from the great state of Tennessee, and the Dixie Youth Champion of 1983, and best friend Josh Bradley. Say hey, Josh. You left out one important point. My name is Joshua Lee. How you doing, man? Doing pretty good. Episode 168, Josh. I feel like we haven't done this in a while because last week you were getting that sweet, sweet anniversary loving. I was getting that sweet, sweet birthday loving. And we just we ran a we ran an episode we recorded last year, or the year before. Really don't remember. <laughs> we did a, a little intro for it, and we just set it sail. Uh, yeah, we just let it uh let it fly away. Set it sail. I'm sailing away. I just I, I really set an open course. I seriously thought that it wasn't going to be that good, but you listened to like you over... didn't listen to it. No, <laughs> this is Josh saying I didn't listen to last week's episode. I guess I, you just I... you just bummed me out so bad. Whenever we were recording it, I just expected a completely different reaction. But Josh was got, like, uh, "We got plenty of jokes in there, anyways." Yeah. But Josh was like, "I was too busy getting chafe to listen to that bullshit." <laughs> <laughs> Gatorade and gold bonds, what got me through my anniversary? <laughs> uh, I wish it was that fucking exotic. I really do. Exotic gold bond and Gatorade. Yeah, we went to fucking antique shops and a soccer. So game. there was gold bond <laughs> and a soccer game. Yeah. It was a child soccer game. <laughs> oh. <laughs> you over there painting your face up like a hooligan. Ole, 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 ole. No, I really felt guilty, but I just played champions the whole time. Oh. You I watched them. the kid, you know, a little bit. Whose kid was it? It was uh, my wife's, one of her uh, best friends. My wife's kid. <laughs> no. It was uh, one of my wife's best friends. Right. Uh, kid. Oh. So y'all just rode up to Kentucky to watch a soccer game. Well, she lives in Illinois. Oh, so you drove to Illinois for a soccer game. Well, no. I mean, um, it's been probably, I don't know, five, six years since she's, uh, you know, seen her or whatever. Oh, I was going to say, how long has this kid been playing soccer? <laughs> the la- No, actually, the last time that uh, my wife and her, I guess, seen each other, besides yeah. just a little quick uh, thing at a restaurant whenever uh, Tiana came into town, it was um, the – st louis zoo trip and tiana was literally pregnant with the little girls that was at the soccer game playing <laughs> so she was seven yeah so it's been a long time right. man long time i went to uh fucking um extreme rules 2013 during that trip ah. me, and, uh, me and me and my son yeah Jason. i remember you saying something fucking about that pretty cool yeah that name sounds familiar i bet she knows my my cousin 
Yes, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah She probably remembers me. Uh, probably. You yeah. re- I know you'll remember uh, her brother, I'll tell you off oh, air, okay. but his name was, uh, He he's actually married to one of my cousins. Oh, so, cool. Yeah. But yeah, man, it's been a long time since <laughs> they fucking seen each other, and we kind of wanted to explore the area anyways, yeah. so we just went up there, and uh, we had dinner at a few different places and shit, and... It was a good fucking time, man. Stayed at the Double Tree. Fucking, nice. Uh, yeah. Did you get one of those cookies that they give you? We did. Those we did. are awesome. I made, I made the fucking mistake. I didn't heat it up. They should give to, them to you like heated up already. No, this one uh, we didn't immediately eat them. So oh, you're supposed to so y'all heat it up. fucked up. Well, I you fucked, fucked up. up. No. You fucked up. Well, this is the thing. <laughs> As my wife's eating her heated up cookies, she's yeah. telling me, "Oh, you didn't heat yours up, goddamn!" I was like, "I've never stayed at the Double Tree." <laughs> What the fuck? The best ones to stay at is the uh, Homewood Suites or the Embassy Suites. Dude, I don't have enough zeros in my paycheck for those. They're just as much as a Double Tree, uh, and at like seven or five to six o'clock, they have like or five to seven, they have what they call a uh, happy hour type thing mm. where they give you free snacks and drinks. Open bar. Damn, yeah. I would have been a fucking disaster <laughs> at that fucking place. Let dude. me tell y'all some more shit about Alex Smith. Y'all didn't know. Let me tell you <laughs> what really goes on behind the scenes. Okay? You think you know, but you don't. <laughs> Sir, can, we're going to have to ask you to go back to your room. I can tell when you hit that point. Like, you have a tell, and I can't explain it, but, like, you have that tell, like a, nah, fuck you. <laughs> it's like when nobody's disagreed with you, Josh. <laughs> like, you could be like, Stick Stickley was one of the best Nickelodeon characters ever. And I'd be like, yeah, he was pretty good. Nah, fuck you. He was the best Nickelodeon. The like, best. <laughs> and you're like, what in the hell? I was agreeing with you. <laughs> That's that damn whiskey, man. <laughs> Makes him frisky. Oh, it makes me something. It makes me wiry as a motherfucker. Until it makes me pass out on my lawn. Oh, dude. Let me tell you something. But um, hilarious fucking story from the trip. Oh, okay. I, you know, I was telling you, Marco Polo. I had to talk about Marco yeah. Polo. Not that fucking uh, guy uh, from the story or the pool game. Yeah. They were playing the game, all right. But, man... We like I said, we went to Illinois. It was Mount Vernon, Illinois. Yeah. Which is uh it's it's on up past Metropolis about an hour or maybe more than that. But um I was in three hundred mile distance of Mr. Levine from ah, uh, Chicago. Yeah, it was yeah. three hundred miles from Chicago. And uh Mr. Um, Levine. Yeah, he should have came down and said hello to me. Josh Lee, didn't. Richard Lee and Levine. <laughs> <laughs> it's all good though, Lancer. We got, we got those Lees working. Yeah. But um so we went to Walmart like all travelers do. You know, if you see a Walmart, you gotta hit it for cause you always forget something. Mom I she forgot all kind of shit. So yeah. we had to spend uh, and, and by the way <laughs> that, that is how trips go. You know, you go to you go to you, you could go to Memphis, like an hour away from where we're at, and you'd be like, Fuck, I didn't pack any underwear, socks, or toothpaste. <laughs> That's literally what we got. <laughs> It wasn't me. It was my wife. She right. forgot all of those things. I didn't pack the toiletries. Yeah. And the funny thing is, before you leave, you look two or three times. You're like, underwear sucks. And and when I do pack underwear, it's like I pack so many underwear. Like, I'm planning on <laughs> shitting my pants every day, yeah. like twice a day. Like, shit, shit my pants again. Oh, fuck it. I'm on vacation. I ain't got time for this. <laughs> and, I'll dude, take- it, the fucking Walmart up there. Yeah. Their prices are completely different. Like, I mean, higher or lower? Higher, dude. Yeah. For that pack of underwear, it was like fifteen fucking dollars. 
you know, which is amazing because like down here it would have been like nine or ten. Yeah. Something like that. But it's okay. We didn't have to buy a whole, whole lot of <laughs> shit. But um, while we're in there, I would, you know, I'm just walking around and I was in the clothing section, the men's clothing section. Yeah. My wife, she was in the ladies. And, you know, it's right across the aisle or whatever. And all of a sudden I hear this woman screaming. Oh God! <laughs> and you know I'm I'm on alert because we're we're out of town and I'm, yeah. you know I'm like where's my wife? Yeah, and fucking if anybody's uh, gonna fuck my wife, it's gonna be me <laughs> here in this Walmart. <laughs> okay, and then I hear the it's a little you know the little carts the hover round thing. <laughs> yeah, right? this is a fucking I mean she has they the woman had to be like early sixties, yeah, maybe late fifties. She just lived rough. But it's like a, a an old peelhead uh, fucking like a drunk bitch that you would find like at one of them real seedy honky tonks, you know? Right. Like wearing a tube top in her sixties, like at Walmart type of thing, you know? Fuck you! I'm trying to help you, motherfucker. And this one bitch, like that? <laughs> no, worse. Oh. Bar whore. <laughs> Shitty tattoos. So you mean to tell me that this woman? Fuck you! I'm trying to Is help it, you, motherfucker. Didn't scream bar whore to you? No, the one I'm talking about... Still dressed like a bar whore. Yeah, like I said, she had a tube top on in Walmart. Died don't like this right here. Dyed blonde hair, but it was like half black and gray yeah, because it like was all... Yeah, like that shitty orangish look. Well, no, it was, that's how much it had grown, oh, it had grown since out. she had fucking dyed her hair. And she <laughs> was showing the gray and the black beneath, but it was it still blonde. Pro, however, Marty. We have to go back in time before my wife gets her head shaved. Dude, (laughs) she had shitty tribal tattoos and shit on her back. And then like a fucking like mom or something on her arm. It was all (laughs) shitty like prison. Sugar Ray tramp stamp tattoos. Yeah, just (laughs) shitty 90s looking tattoos. She had to be every bit of 45 when she got them. In the 90s, yeah. Sugar Ray ain't never going to go out of style. (laughs) This fucking bitch who's about... 250 pounds, mind you. Jesus. Is on the hover round, right? And it's struggling a bit. Is that what the that's scream what the was? Noise, that's what the noise was. That's what the noise was. No, it was going. And those things aren't supposed to sound that loud. Smoking and shit. <laughs> that, that shit better have been fully charged, Drew. <laughs> it's going to need one. But yeah. uh, Y'all are wrong for putting a slope on that damn parking lot. <laughs> right. It took me three hours to get in here. This bitch is ro- is rolling down the, between the clothing aisles, <laughs> screaming, Marco! <laughs> Marco! <laughs> just like that. And uh. from afar... It just sounded like a fucking scream. <laughs> but it was, as it got closer, Marco! And dude, it took like 20 fucking Marcos before I heard, Polo! There was another one! I wonder if he actually knew him or he was just fucking with them. No, two women. Oh. The one fucking uh, shitty tattooed old bitch with the tube top. <laughs> and another one pulls up on another hover round. Oh, Jesus. That was Polo. She had brown dyed fucking hair that was about halfway, you know, gave up with the gray underneath that. She had on a fucking jacket like a goddamn Eskimo. And like she was super duper skinny. Like it was the Laurel and Hardy of pill whore bitches. Like it's fucking hilarious. And were they the Walmart uh, hover rounds? Or were they personal? The Walmart hotel. Okay, yeah. And, you know, all of a sudden I kept hearing, Marco! Polo! And then they just give up on that. Where are you at? 
and then I swear, hand to God, the skinny bitch pulls up, and the 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 big one is sitting literally right in front of me. <laughs> the little she, one was trying to have a snack without the big one. Around. She pulls through through the women's clothing section, and then the big one screams. Oh, there you are! <laughs> and then they just go fucking, they ride off into the sunset like Thelma and Louise. No more yelling, no more screaming. They just ride away together. And as soon as they got at least 10 feet away, my wife had already walked over to where I was. We both just looked at each other and we... It's like we had, we laughed like we were on fucking LSD, dude. Yeah. We laughed so fucking hard. People were looking at us. I always do some. I couldn't help it. It was the, one of the funniest things I'd ever seen in my life in person. I told you about the one time I was at Walmart and the woman was paying with a check up front, but she'd already taken forever. Like, I got a coupon for that. And I got, and you're like, bitch, you know, <laughs> you just want to be like, get the fuck out of the way. <laughs> you know, you've got a cart full of stuff and you're trying to put a coupon out for every little thing. Right. Just give it to her at the end. It'll Save take it all Save 10 off. cents. 10 cents. Really, bitch? 10 cents. <laughs> yeah. Here's a dime. Put it back in your pocket. <laughs> I'll pay you 20 cents not to use the motherfucker. Right. So, so yeah, uh, she was like taking her time and like writing a check. She's like, who did I make this out to? Fucking Walmart. <laughs> Sam Walton, bitch. Sam Walton. <laughs> she's like, and they're like, we have a printer, ma'am. No, I just like to write mine out. And she's writing it out. And she finally tears it, but she tears it wrong. So she has to write another one. And it takes forever. And you could tell the cashier was getting pissed like, like, oh, God, you're holding up my line. I've got a line of people. So the first thing I do when I get up there, I know she's still in earshot of me. I was like, is, okay if, is it okay if I pay with pennies? <laughs> They're not rolled. <laughs> and she gave me this look, but the cashier just kind of <laughs> like did that. <laughs> but, yeah. I had another fucking instance this morning at the grocery store that didn't really give me a good outlook on the future. <laughs> like for You know they get pissed off when you take your dick out and try to try on the condoms? No, the, in, in terms of future of us getting older and then the young people. People having to take care of dude us. that's what you should do though for real i don't mean to cut you off dick out no not dick out just grab a pair of condoms and walk to the dressing room can i try these on in here <laughs> <laughs> last time they kept slipping off i don't want to have to bring them back again if they, if they slip off this time there's gonna, the next condom search party in my wife's hoo-ha is gonna be on your dime sam malton <laughs> on your dime no we were at the kroger the Kroger's. Without the S. Oh, y'all didn't y'all go to the Kroger's with the S? No, man. It was the big one. The one out in uh, Richtown. So I heard a... There's, uh, there's no S out there. I was listening to local radio the other day, and one of the guys on there goes, I was over at the Kroger's. <laughs> I started <laughs> laughing. But you were at the Kroger. I was no at S. the Kroger because it was the big one. Yeah. and um, Sexy Kroger is what sexy my... Sexy Kroger. That's what my wife calls it. Hell no. There's different kinds. There's Sexy Kroger, Ghetto Kroger. Uh, <laughs> I know exactly which ones you're talking <laughs> yeah. about. <laughs> there's red target Kroger. Yeah, I mean, there's and, and rundown Kroger. Like she has names for them. I don't know if it's ghetto or whatever, but you know which ones they are when she says it. Sexy's the big one. But go ahead, sexy Either, Kroger. Okay, I was at the sexy Kroger, and uh, man, we got a lot of groceries this time because we didn't really go to the grocery store very much last week because we were going to be All out of town, picking. and we were going to be out of town, and yeah. you know. Uh, both girls were gone at their mom's, and it was just my son and my mom. So yeah. they just ordered two pizzas and then ate at the house. <laughs> Lived off that for the week. Well, no, they had we had food <laughs> for them, but not you know. Here you go. Here's your pizza. We're so gone. <laughs> we got a lot of groceries, and this little blind kid. He's probably blind. Know, blonde. Oh, <laughs> blonde. 
thought he's sacking groceries. I thought you said little Is he fucking kid. feeling everything to determine? <laughs> well, does this need a paper bag or should I put it in plastic? It might rip. I don't know. Are these are these uh, grapefruits? Sorry, get your hands off the third breast. <laughs> <laughs> oh my bad, ma'am. I'm blind. <laughs> oh me. Anyhow, this little blind kid. <laughs> blonde. Uh, I bet he could play the shit out of a piano. <laughs> he's probably, I don't know, 16, 17, something like that. Ray Charles and Stevie Wonder did set the bar pretty high for blind people, did they not? Oh, yeah. I mean, and like most, you, most people aren't going to do that. You see somebody like, blind that can't play piano or something like that, and you're like, motherfucker, at least try. <laughs> Learn where the high C is and go from there. Right. Anyways, a little blind kid. Go ahead. So, um, I... I, I walk up because I had to go outside and go back to the car for something, come back in. And evidently, I don't know if he walked up because there was no bagger there and he started. Mm -hmm. But he put about, I don't know, maybe 15 items in the bags. Right. And he set maybe two in the grocery cart. And literally, sh the lady, the cashier was already done ringing, ringing us up. So, like, it's a belt full of shit. You know what I mean? And <laughs> he was he, squealing like that old fat bitches. <laughs> and I like hand to God, dude, the kid, he finishes sacking up what he's doing at that point, right. sets it in the buggy. And he says, well, all right. And walks the fuck away. <laughs> and like not walks to another line because somebody needs more help because right. it was a bad fucking deal right there at the belt where we were. He just walks the fuck away <laughs> and like goes, I, I mean, I don't know what he was doing. He didn't, he wasn't working. Yeah. And, um, the lady that's doing the cashier, she just like kind of looks around and she just starts bagging the groceries too. So my wife jumps on one bag right. and then I jump on bagging. You better some take $2 off of this shit. No. But <laughs> I look over at the cashier and I say, did old boy tap out or what? <laughs> and she said, yeah, he kind of, he's, she, the way she put it was, yeah, he's quick to leave and he's late to get there and shit like that. And I was like, yeah, that's them new ones for you. Yeah. God almighty. He you saw know, that you had two 50 pound bags of dog food and said, fuck this, I quit. But I wonder, is that a reflection of the new generation? Like shit gets tough. And then they just want to quit and walk the fuck away. Maybe. I mean, if so, can you imagine, like, when, if we got to go to a nursing home? <laughs> it's going to be a free-for-all. Like, it's going to be like Escape from New York. I know. And we're going to have warlords and shit. <laughs> you know, whoever's, like, the most spry of the bunch is going to control the pills. Oh, I, and won't, like, <laughs> I won't ever make it to a nursing home. Divvy out the insurer. You know? Yeah. No. You only get two cans tonight. You yeah. was a bitch. <laughs> I won't ever make it to a nursing home, man. I'll I'll make that walk. But you know, they say, and I know I've said this before, the highest cases of STD are usually in nursing homes. Yeah. So just old people just So we're already not hey, watching them. Yeah, I'm fucking right? my life away. Well, I mean, you're not really supposed to watch them. I mean, they're grown adults. They can fuck whoever they want. I'm now, sure that is not encouraged on people who have had <laughs> recent hip operations. I mean, it's just an assisted living place. Now, you ain't going to be like, hey, assist me and fucking Martha here. <laughs> hold, this, hold her leg. You hold her I leg. I can't bend that far. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Stewart, you know you're not supposed to be in here. <laughs> but all right. You, you get your KY? Did you bring it with you? <laughs> no, just bring me some margarine out no. of the fridge. <laughs> That'll work. Yeah, that'll do it. 
Oh. <laughs> and then everybody's got the clap. Who is introducing these STDs, though? That's the thing. It's them, this, them old players this, that had, it's had like the clap for since the 50s, yeah. I guess. <laughs> I just keep the clap. <laughs> Every once in a while, it drips out. <laughs> I just had to smack it with some toilet paper. It'd be all right. Clean it uh, out with a Q tip. Speaking, root it on in there. Speaking of weird sex things, man. <laughs> well, not weird, I guess. When we were younger, there was a show that we used to love called Saved by the Bell. Hell yeah, man. And we watched it all the time. You were either Team AC or Team Zach, right? Yeah. And most people were Team Zach, even though they liked AC suplexing people and being a wrestler. Yeah. You know, but in what, 1995, there was a, after Saved by the Bell was over, man, right at shit the peak, got real. Right at the peak of our, like, you know, Long shower stardom. <laughs> oh, yeah. The pink like, of puberty. Yeah. Uh, Jesse Spano did a movie called Showgirls. And I'm going to tell you something. I woke up in the middle. Of, I may have already told this <laughs> years ago, but I woke up in the middle of the night one time. Yeah. I was over at my granny, so I didn't have that black box. So I was just, you know, surfing the channels. And then I see the fucking uh, article or the uh, thing on headline news. They're announcing that... Jessica or Jesse Spano or whatever you just said. Elizabeth Berkeley. Elizabeth Berkeley was going to be in a movie that is NC seventeen rated, which was pretty much unheard of, you know, because right. it was going to be theatrically released. And it showed her dancing on a stripper pole and taking her fucking top off. And they right. blurred it out. Yeah. They blurred it out. But I stayed up for another hour till they ran the reel again, and I recorded it. I was I was like, I got to watch this movie. I have to. Uh, uh, and I did when it came on pay-per-view. I was trying to look for it. Here it is. I'm going to take that black box away from you. You watching that Jesse Spano with her boobies out? Oh, man. Uh but what a movie, huh? <laughs> it was terrible. <laughs> yeah, but it was great and for all the right reasons. But what we have here, Josh, is a video I found online from last year. It's called Showgirls 10 Best Quotes. And I had to play some of it. And I felt obliged to play it here on the show for you. <laughs> <laughs> Made a video about it. like to see it. Here it go. Well, I was doing the David Allen go. Oh. <laughs> Every time I do that song at karaoke, I always do the whole thing. It was like... My good na- friend of mine named Rusty Goodman wrote that song, <laughs> and I always do that. And I was like, and I, I, he told me I have wrote the perfect country western song, and I wrote Rusty back and said, "Fuck you, Rusty! You did not write <laughs> like I always all <laughs> yeah. had those things. You didn't add anything about mamas, circumcision, <laughs> getting drunk, <laughs> trains, <laughs> yeah, trains, or baseball games in the ninth inning. <laughs> always <laughs> add weird facts, uh, but uh, but yeah. Anyways, this is the ten best quotes. From the movie Showgirls. And we can pause these as we go. Number 10. Did that piss you off because you're jealous, Chris? Or because I beat you to the punch? (laughs) What? (laughs) She said, fucked her, didn't you? Oh. Does that piss you off, Chris? I couldn't hear from all that fucking music. music. Yeah. Okay, let's see. Number nine. I have a problem with pussy. I always have, and I'm always gonna. Was that, <laughs> was that Makad Pfeiffer? Who was that guy? Makad <laughs> Makad Pfeiffer. Pfeiffer. No, that was not. Uh, all right, number eight. If you want to last longer than a week, you give me a blowjob. <laughs> <laughs> How many times have you said that? <laughs> 
First week of marriage. That, Pente- <laughs> that Pentecostal girl, huh? Is that why she ran off? <laughs> First, I get you used to the money, then I make you swallow. <laughs> was he serious? <laughs> that was number eight. Number seven. You can't touch me, but I can touch you. I'd really love to touch you. I know where you can touch me. <laughs> <laughs> that's this, me on my first outing at a strip club <laughs> that's you talking to the tv on an insure commercial <laughs> probably i'm getting a little too old for that hoary look <laughs> so there's so many sound bites that we could grab well from this. <laughs> you know i mean uh, older women <laughs> i like my women a little on the trashy side so you can keep that look number five hi uh you look like shit. She looks better than a 10-inch dick, and you know it. <laughs> uh, number four. Man, everybody got AIDS and shit. <laughs> Definitely grab that. Everybody got AIDS and shit. Grab that. Grab uh, that shit. See, we need to write this shit down because I always forget like which clips I'm supposed to I'm going to be in. saying that all night uh, anyway, <laughs> My kids are going to be like, what's dad talking about? Everybody got AIDS and shit. <laughs> all right, number three. You don't want to piss me off, darling, now that we're friends. No. You shouldn't get pissed off. It makes you look older. <laughs> I, that one wasn't as good as the everybody got A's and shit <laughs> I got a problem with pussy always have always will I love how they do these cuts too and it's like <laughs> bling <laughs> the next one number two nice dress thanks it's a Versace it's Versace what Versace it's pronounced Versace oh Okay, that's like one of the most over Versace and Gucky, and I mean, it gets okay. Yeah, well, okay, we we said the name of the dress wrong. <laughs> Number one, last one though. You have great tits. They're really beautiful. Thank you. I like nice tits. <laughs> <laughs> I always have. How about you? Uh, I like having nice tits. <laughs> Well, it's a shame this movie never won an Oscar. Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it was so bad, though, man. Well, I tell you what, Josh, I tell you something that's not bad. No matter how much Josh from the McGradcast will say it is, it is not. And it is the P3 Radio shirts. And we have some of the greatest stuff from our shows, like the 80s tea, the Freddy's Front Yard Butcher House, and many more. Josh, where can they go to get these shirts? I would suggest going to tinyurl.com slash p3radiotees to get your p3radio t-shirt fix. You got uh, Dwayne Gets the Truck, yep. the ECW shirt, yep. you got the cover art of our podcast, the Wanted poster, that yep. is my absolute favorite, and many, many more. Just make sure you get the non-cheapest option, which means if you see the cheapest option, Pick one of the other fucking options. <laughs> Go there right now, tinyurl.com slash P3RadioTees. Pick up a shirt. Help us out. Help sponsor this podcast. Those They're going to keep sending those bills every month to do this show. So help us out and paying those bills. 
buy a shirt from P3 Radio Tees, and we will appreciate it very much. Thank you for going to tinyurl.com slash P3 Radio Tees. I figured it rhymed. (laughs) This is the weirdest video ever. I don't guess I've ever seen it, Josh. I haven't either. It's like Vin Diesel's German cousin. Only a better singer. Yeah. It'll be stuck in your head all week, though. Probably. Weirdest video ever. Wonder where you are today. Uh-huh. <laughs> After all is said and done, it was right for you to run. Hey, Decker, this is Vince Neal. I want to say, uh, <laughs> happy birthday, brother. There's some whores in this house. Hold up. <laughs> 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 I gotta do it one more time. Oh, I missed it, I guess. Hey, brother, this Bill Dundee. Alright, whatever. Oh, there it is. Hey, brother, this Bill Dundee. There we go. (laughs) I don't love you, you don't love me. Hey, brother, this is Bill Nundy. (laughs) All right, sorry. Uh, Thanks for indulging me there for a minute. (laughs) No, I I heard that on the radio this week, and I'm like, what in the fuck? I forgot all about this song. But then we typed in the video, and it was like, it looks like it's from the early 90s, and it's the weirdest Euro crap I've ever seen. It's this just, is 80s Euro, buddy. Is it 80s? Is 1983. Is it that that old of a... Actually, that one was from 82. It's talking about showgirls. Is that not the stupidest scene in the movie right there? Well, it's... I, oh, yeah, I hate her tits. I hate them tits. <laughs> there's a lot of, like, just... D- she had perfect tits, didn't she? <laughs> did, you, did you ever see the sex scene in the pool? How weird that was. <laughs> that whole scene was weird. Yeah. Like... She's floating away, he grabs her, and then they have the weirdest dolphin sex ever. <laughs> <laughs> the gyrations she was making were not real. Now, it wasn't like that one dolphin lover that we talked about about a year ago. <laughs> that was fucking epic. All right, we got two things here that's probably going to take us home today, Josh. Do you want to do yours first? The one I couldn't... Uh, yeah, let's, let's do that one. All right, I'm going to let you lead this, lead the way on this. Well, I mean, I, I seen the headline and I figured it had P3 Radio written all over that motherfucker, man. <laughs> it does. Yep. The headline is, this is from the, the New York Post, plane passenger caught smuggling gold nuggets in rectum to avoid taxes. 
<laughs> this is how I made all my money. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Take from one spot, move it to another. Yeah. <laughs> Simple, right? Just shove this up your ass. Yeah. <laughs> Indian airport authorities literally struck gold when they spotted a man walking oddly and discovered he had about two pounds in bullion shoved up his rectum, <laughs> according to a report. Beef bullion? <laughs> no, gold bullion. <laughs> the Go Air passenger arrived from Dubai on Tuesday. I assure you we do not have anything in our ass. <laughs> there is no gold up my ass, sir. And uh, they arrived at Kirarla. Canura. Key Largo, Montego, uh, oh, baby. I want to take you, shove some <laughs> gold <laughs> up oh, my fucking ass <laughs> to avoid the tax. This will I shove it up. Shove it up my ass. <laughs> Don't cough. Don't sneeze. <laughs> You're going to wreck your colon. <laughs> it don't rhyme. It's just helpful advice. I don't know why I went to Russian here. <laughs> but goddamn, man, two pounds. Like, yeah. That is a committed passenger. Well, we've all ate at buffets. We know what two pounds feels like in your ass. I mean, and you at truck stops. <laughs> Dude. Oh. But uh, when he tried to avoid paying an 18% tax. So this man literally shoved two pounds of gold up his ass <laughs> to avoid an 18% tax on his precious nuggets. Let's be fair, though. The first time you ever had, you know, you ever got that anniversary hole. You probably only got two pounds in anyways, didn't you? <laughs> like one, I can't believe I'm doing this. Two, and I'm done. <laughs> oh, you meant pumps. <laughs> yeah, no, pounds. Like, that's a pound. <laughs> that's a pound. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> two pump. Uh, two, two pump McGee. <laughs> two pump chump. <laughs> you never heard that? I've heard that before. Yeah, two, it's, two been like, it's been like 30 years, but I, I didn't know what it was in 1990. <laughs> What's that mean? He has a really big bike tire pump? <laughs> yeah, that has to be what he means. He can fill up any bike tire. Shit, I got to get me a two pump jump. <laughs> I think Joshua's gay. <laughs> he keeps talking about we, wanting a two pump jump. <laughs> we got to have that as a shirt now. Two pump jump. <laughs> Who would buy Who would that? Fucking buy it, but gotta have like a give it to your dad a, for Christmas. Oh god! But two pumps is like thirty three miles a dick. <laughs> <laughs> Let's be honest. <laughs> oh, you remember how we were talking the other day about like promotions and why I'll never get one? <laughs> I feel like it's just sentences isolated like that. Thirty three miles a dick, huh, Richard? Yeah, you can't represent us. <laughs> Well, I mean, JDRF, you know, it's a good organization. But uh, anyhow, the officials at the Air Intelligence Unit mined the stash worth about $60,000 from the unidentified smuggler's butt, according to the news outlet. Another passenger on the same flight was caught <laughs> carrying more than three pounds of gold, though officials did not disclose if the traveler concealed it in any way. So, Bendai is a pussy! 
He could not get more than two pounds of gold up his ass. I got three pounds of gold. <laughs> Can you imagine, like, that first guy that had the two yeah. pounds up his ass? He's, like, shoving that last fucking gold yeah. brick of, or gold, uh, however he's got it, smelted <laughs> down or whatever. Hopefully it's not a brick. <laughs> Hopefully they let it cool. <laughs> he's, he's shoving that last little bar up his ass. And the other guy's like, I'm just going to put this shit in my pockets. <laughs> <laughs> and this guy's like, well, fuck, I'm already done it. I'll just keep it up there. <laughs> Guys, I thought you said. <laughs> well, what the fuck are we doing then, Ted? What are we doing? No, I cannot sit down and take a breath. <laughs> I was just going to put it in my shoe. Yeah. <laughs> I thought, never mind. Fuck. Let's <laughs> just, just go. Let's just go. <laughs> While I can still walk. Give me my fucking plane ticket. <laughs> Get that damn pepper away from me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, God damn. That would be hilarious. You're standing there and somebody throws some pepper on, on a salad that you're standing. Because you're not eating with anything in your ass. Right. Uh, but, uh. And you sneeze, all of a sudden a gold bar hits the ground. <laughs> <laughs> now here's the question. You hear a ding after yeah. you sneeze. One, how do they find it? They said that the dude was walking funny. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But so I mean, he has either some drugs up his ass <laughs> or some bullion. <laughs> either way, we are about to make plenty bank. <laughs> uh, here's the thing. If that happens and they do find the gold in your ass... The uh, man immediately go. Oh, I shit gold. <laughs> I, that's not mine. Yeah. <laughs> I was eating corn the other day. <laughs> Maybe that's what happened. Yeah. <laughs> you know, sometimes you can press a diamond into uh, a piece of coal into a diamond. No. <laughs> yes, I shoved it up my ass. <laughs> just take me to jail. Just, just a quick confession. It's like, just give me that fast. Everything's loose. I won't feel it anyways. <laughs> I'm going to be honest with you. I have one more up my ass. It's hurting really bad. Can can you help me out? <laughs> it's like those people that when they get pulled over, they swallow like a handful of like crack <laughs> or something. And it's like, it's like you know, you're you going to swallow die. anything. No, <laughs> they look all worried. <laughs> crack all over their lips or meth all over their hands. <sighs> I may need to go lay down. <laughs> well, I'm not even, I ain't got your license yet. <laughs> uh, but yeah, man, uh, talk about hard luck, right? <laughs> <laughs> Get it? Hard luck? 18% tax. So I bet it was sharp luck in that ass. I mean, that's like $18 on every 100, Josh. I mean, are you saying you'll take the bouillon up the ass no. to avoid the tax? No, I'll just pay the tax. 18% I ain't mean, shit whenever no. you're, you can't shit, right? When your ass is on the line. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> oh, man. The gold was hidden in the traveler's underwear. That must have been the three pounds. He's yeah. like, yeah, I'm shoving it up my ass. <laughs> He's just sliding it under his taint. I wonder if they could just like wear an adult diaper and just put it in the. It looks like a log in, yeah. the, in the damn. Uh, and they'd be like, oh man, that guy's got a medical problem. Let him go. <laughs> That's a heavy shitload, yeah. sir. Yeah, he's just got a medical problem. Let him go. But man, no, eighteen percent. That's that's. I mean that that takes that. Coupon woman's prize is the thriftiest person. Oh yeah, it? she's definitely not shoving a country ham up her ass to save. That's, the, that's not happening. Ma'am, you have a spiral cut ham in your ass. <laughs> I mean, damn, that's what I had for dinner. <laughs> it's still wrapped in the plastic. Right. <laughs> uh, oh, it's still got that fucking netting around it. How'd you do that? 
Oh, oh shit. Well, I have something here, Josh. Well, I just closed the tab, but that wasn't what I needed. I have something here, Josh, that's decently length uh, in time. Uh, <laughs> I was going to say, you're flattering yourself, buddy. Yeah, it's decently length. If you, It's more girthy than anything, but I'll make it work for Decently me. length if you're like a, a little person. <laughs> <laughs> if you're a little American. Yeah, a short American. <laughs> short American. Uh, it's uh, from the 60s, Josh, and I sent you a message like, I randomly found this. And I have struck gold. Uh, like fucking two pounds of bullion up yeah, the ass? Dog? I have found three pounds of bullion <laughs> in someone's ass. Uh, it's a sex education film from the 60s. And this is a real video that they would show people back in the 60s. So we're going to play this. I'd bang her. I'm just letting that be known right now. Nobody tells us just how. I'm a bird when it comes to talking about sex with my children. A few bad stars have scared me off completely. <laughs> I'm surprised you even got a Vincent pussy, man. The way he looked. Tell he me. looked like Dewey Cox, didn't he? He did. Like the hair and everything. The glasses. <laughs> he looked like he had, the last time he had pussy, it was around his ears. Like. <laughs> <laughs> so this is a parent, how to talk to your kids. Parents in blood splattered logo, by the way. Parent to child about sex. In this film, we are going to discuss, quite <laughs> frankly, the things that are normal and to be expected in the development of children. In Josh, what do you see? This here? is so uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah. It's you... like a damn uh, Secret Service meeting. Yes. So we understand you've been jerking off to Playboys, <laughs> Billy. Is you've, that true? You've got two guys sitting on the set of the 70s. I mean, <laughs> like everything about this, or the 60s, I'm sorry. Everything about this says old. like the, Slick hair. The slick with hair. The, fucking, uh, the suits looking like men in black. <laughs> the one guy on the left who's doing the talking looks like a prevert with small legs. Look at him. His upper body is built like a bodybuilder. His lower half is built like a juggler. Look at him. <laughs> <laughs> Look at him. He's got tall, thin legs. Like a fucking frog with pants on. And he has them crossed womanly. That's how they used to do that back in the day. How do you sit like that's that how with grown, your balls that's how, and stuff? That's how grown... Your balls are supposed to be so big, they're just they're falling up under your legs anyways. <laughs> You're already supposed to be used to the pain, Richard. Well, this guy doesn't look like who you'd listen to about sex. This guy looks like he tells you about sex this in a guy, van. This, <laughs> this guy looks like he comes to your house and tells your parents... We know you haven't been paying your taxes, and we're going to have to take all your shit away. So he puts like those... Uh, like I'm telling you, this guy looks like he's telling you about sex in a van after he's welched on the whole candy thing. <laughs> <laughs> Where's you, all the Skittles? I thought you had ice cream back here. There ain't nothing back here but profifall and, <laughs> and, and sex. Yeah. I'm tired of this That's place. Awful. <laughs> all right, here we go. Relation to sex. Mary, the baby doesn't come out of your navel. Let me tell you how it is. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> how is it, bun hair lady? <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. There's a special opening just in front of the place where you have your BM. <laughs> it's very, very... <laughs> she's all of like four. <laughs> and she's looking at her like, I thought we were going to color. <laughs> <laughs> Very tiny and a little girl, but as you grow, it grows too, right along with the rest of you. Some of you may become somewhat uncomfortable as parts of this film unfold. <laughs> like, like you look. You look. <laughs> <laughs> they 
look uncomfortable as fuck. Look, his nails on his right hands digging into the chair. They both look like they're both sitting on fucking 12-inch corn cobs right now. <laughs> like they're uh-huh. trying to smuggle gold through Dubai. <laughs> <laughs> oh, here we go. But I think if you listen carefully, you will agree that the concepts will contribute to the rearing of a mature person who has a healthy, responsible attitude toward the sexual side of his life. <laughs> Every so often I get a strong sex urge, and the only way I can take care of it is to masturbate. <laughs> <laughs> that kid looks like he's been up for two days. <laughs> yeah. He's oh, got fucking... a big chip tooth. In the front. <laughs> Every so often, I get a sick shirt. I used to just chew on rocks so I touch myself. <laughs> that works better now. I used to chew on rocks. <laughs> he looks like it. He looks like a kid that was kicked off the Happy Days cast for <laughs> jerking it in the wrong spot. <laughs> That's <laughs> that one that used to beat off in all the trash cans. Yeah, we found him on the set of Arnold's jerking it in the back. <laughs> <laughs> Monday, Tuesday, I thought, happy I, threw, days. I thought I had threw a receipt away one day. My God! <laughs> uh, masturbate. I had to masturbate. Uh, you're gonna be doing that for a while, Billy. <laughs> and when I do, I feel awful. It's just like I've committed a crime or something. Because <laughs> most of the time, when I do it, it's at the post office. <laughs> And I'm usually wearing welding gloves. <laughs> it just feels awful. I don't think you're doing it right, Billy. <laughs> Might be pinching it a little too hard. <laughs> oh, God. I strangle it like it owes me money. <laughs> and I slap the head back and forth. <laughs> Nobody really told me how to do it. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, here we go. And it worries me, and I say, well, I won't do it anymore. And when I do, it goes away for a while, and I come back and do it again. And when I do control myself for a while, I end up with a wet dream. (laughs) (laughs) I know we're, like, all quiet. It's like, yeah, (laughs) you're describing being a man. I'll never do that again. And then 15 minutes later, you're like, fuck. Well, the wind did hit it just right. Damn. Why's it got to reload so fast? <laughs> oh, I'm shooting with we automatic today. <laughs> we didn't even we didn't even mock this kid. It was like, yeah, we know how you feel, man. <laughs> There's been times where I'm like, I want to be a better person. <laughs> I'm gonna be late for work a fucking again. <laughs> oh, calling calling yourself sorehead Fred and shit. Oh. <laughs> what was that? It hurt to put on a pair of pants that one summer. <laughs> It's like I, I had just, to wear silk boxers for a while. It hurt. Gold bond and silk boxers got me through the summer of 96. <laughs> uh. George, I'm really pleased that you can tell me about this. Perhaps it's because we've known each other for so long. We've talked about the importance of answering that the was questions it? of the curious child. <laughs> that was it? I'm so pleased well, I mean, we talked. To, We've to known be each fair, other. you know, the, if you had like an old school country grocery store setting, <laughs> the same guys bag your groceries for fucking ten or more years. You've known them for a while. Hey, uh, Mr. Fred, uh, <laughs> I keep getting these boners. Like, do you know what that's from? Probably your kid, your daddy's nudie mags, kid. <laughs> We're running a sale on mayonnaise. <laughs> I don't know why you're telling me this. I'm not even supposed to be talking to you. I got priors. 
because he didn't say like, you know, who's the person you like to talk to? Your dad? You can tell this wasn't his dad. He was just an old guy who went to talk to him about sex. Well, we've known each other <laughs> for, for a while. while. And I promise I won't tell your parents about this, but it's pretty fucked up, Billy. You're coming to me. <laughs> You're going to have to come in my van for an hour <laughs> yeah. to make up for all this. You should feel bad, Billy. You sound like Morgan Freeman. What are you? <laughs> I'm trying to sound like that guy. Equally important is how we react to his behavior. As children get a little older, there is a be His eyes are wandering. I think he's reading a cue card, but his eyes look like they're everywhere. Look at this. Behavior pattern is common to almost all It's like boys he's walking a a, watching a pong match. I'm referring, of course, to masturbation. The only thing I can I think he's looking around because he's nervous <laughs> talking about this shit with a kid present. <laughs> That's probably why. Is that what you're doing is just part of growing up. It's something you probably will do once in a while. Whether that you kid think looks it's a good so ashamed. <laughs> he looks so ashamed like like he had a damn masturbation accident. Masturbation. And he had to go tell his mom, I probably need to go to the doctor. I yeah. think I ripped the head. <laughs> I thought that when I was a kid one time, dude. I thought that I had ripped the damn my dick lips. <laughs> Yes. So, like, the, the hole? Yeah. Were you piss out of it? What was you doing to it? I don't... Well, you know, when you're a kid, you don't know... Like, you're talking about Billy didn't know how to beat it, neither did I for a while. See <laughs> so what happens when I put a Q-tip in it. No. Oh, shit! But see, oh, shit! <laughs> I thought I had ripped it, and I was like, damn, I can't tell my mom this. <laughs> yeah. I'll just die of gangrene. I'll just fucking die. <laughs> <laughs> the next day it's swollen so it looks a little bit bigger it's like i'm gonna have to do this all the time i'm definitely gonna have to tell her because i gotta get some bigger pants or something this ain't gonna work he's taking after his dad look at that dick on that boy <laughs> i'm proud mama i'm proud <laughs> i hope i can reassure you so that you aren't concerned from a medical point of view george I only wish society could look at it in its proper light. <laughs> it's talking about the dick? Or? Yeah. Because if you turn it sideways <laughs> and you bigger. shave, then you <laughs> that's the proper light. <laughs> there are two basic objectives to which we would like to draw this guess your attention. This guy should blink more. First, Is that Ronald Reagan's? Look at how much he's blinking. Because they can be down. He's blinking out code like, help that, me. <laughs> that makes me not trust him immediately. Yeah. And what has he got in his pocket? Is that a cell phone? Oh, I thought it was this his hand. This is 1960s. That's a smartphone. That looks like a smartphone. It's we probably, might have found a sex traveler. <laughs> no, that's probably his fucking date book. Because isn't that what everybody had? It looks like a cell phone, does it not? It's not a fucking it's, cell phone, Richard. Know, Damn. Man. Looks like a cell phone. Don't be that guy. Creepy 60s sex ed film if you're looking it up on YouTube. Damaging to a healthy attitude. This man is blink. It may sound funny to you, but boy, when I change my pants, I'd like to crawl in that locker. I feel so undeveloped. <laughs> <laughs> so what we have here is two guys in a dressing room, and one's like, "You know what? My dick's so tiny. <laughs> Ain't a hair on the little fella, <laughs> and I just want to crawl into this locker because I'm so underdeveloped." That's not so funny. Before we moved here, I used to go to a school where we had to go swimming in the bear. 
I was so embarrassed about the size of my penis that we used to dread the days we had to go swimming. <laughs> well, <he> just, <laughs> Who's we? <laughs> he just laid it all out there. He? he said, I was so embarrassed about the size of my penis, we used to dread the days that we would go swimming. Well, that other guy, the first the first guy, he said it in a roundabout way. Yeah. Whenever I got to change my pants, I just want to crawl in that locker. I'm so ashamed. <laughs> and that guy, well, you know, I used to have to swim in the nude at this one school, and I hated the size of my penis. How many times at school have you just went dick out? <laughs> like even like in during class, school or like after hours even in gym class i never went dick out you know i never really got sweaty that sweaty in gym class i should have but i right. didn't but never to where i was just pulling my dick out and putting in a new pair of pants <laughs> <laughs> no i've never only at the bathroom dick out yeah even though it was my best sport i was good at it too like you <laughs> boy what i wouldn't have given for a what, big, nude swimming from a small tree <laughs> Rewind that. <laughs> I think you talked over it. I don't Rewind know what he said. That. There you go. To like you. Boy, what I wouldn't have given for a fig leaf. Even from a small tree. <laughs> <laughs> to cover his dick yeah. up. What what was this pedo school that he went to that they were making them all swim naked? Now, Billy, if you're gonna get in that pond. <laughs> no, it's the it's the pervert swim coach. No, yeah. you gotta wear nothing. That's <laughs> that's less resistance. Less resistance. Use it to paddle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Get your third arm in there stroking on the water. Get that papilla working. <laughs> I'm just gonna get my scuba mask and get under here, and make sure you're wiggling it right. <laughs> 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 oh jesus we're only two minutes and 44 seconds in here we go what parents should do is to reassure their boy that his eventual physical appearance has little to do with the vast differences that occur at puberty puberty what's more every boy should realize that the size of his genital organs has nothing to do with fertility or his capacity as a male i never had a good enough understanding myself to really explain things i don't even know at what age to start when should I begin? <laughs> Is he talking about masturbation or telling the kids about it? I was going to say, it? dude, you're like 60. <laughs> you should already know how to do you it should, by now. You probably should have started by now. <laughs> Maybe been... I should think about having a kid, huh? When my kids ask me anything, I get butterflies in my stomach. Mm, I'd I put something else in your stomach. Does too. I know he does. He evades these discussions like the plague. <laughs> Mom, what time's dinner? Oh shit! He's gonna ask me about dicks. <laughs> <laughs> Just fix a fucking uh, TV dinner. And go sit in front of the TV. Unless you're an extremely unusual audience, you will welcome some of this help because most people, parents or young people who are, unless I find you're it fucked up that the extremely weird guy is trying to accuse me of being unusual. <laughs> unless you're weird. Now you're fucking weird. You don't like this, right. motherfucker. <laughs> I love how he said that. Right concerned about their own attitudes have not in their own lives had the opportunity to gain this kind of insight let me at this point make a clear-cut scientific statement masturbation is not harmful the young child often plays with his genitals <laughs> and after puberty masturbation is a common release mechanism for the sex drive <laughs> now i would like to turn to an entirely different subject one of particular interest to the girls menstruation oh man <laughs> here we go <laughs> So and what better see, way than he's brought fucking, in the expert, <laughs> the one woman who fucking hasn't known about menstruation in <laughs> like 30, thirty years. years. <laughs> She's she looks like they got her off the organ at church to come talk about menstruation <laughs> to the kids. <laughs> oh. 
There's been a real change in our approach to education about menstruation. It's hard to believe what grandmother experienced, but let's hear her story. <laughs> oh, God. Come on, kids. Gather, gather around. My mom's going to tell us about her first period. <laughs> Back when I was your age, I used to have tater sack tampons. <laughs> I'll never forget when I was 14 years old. I bet I you will. Give it time. <laughs> <laughs> you got about three more weeks of remembering this, bitch. <laughs> oh, Jesus. On our farm, my new dress was stained and there was blood on my underclothes. I ran inside and showed my mother. And all she said was, you're menstruating, and turned and walked away. I had to find out how to take care of myself from my cousin. Who was a boy, <laughs> 32 years old. I'll get that up for you. Don't worry. She has like a German accent, too. You're menstruating. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I guess that's more Dutch. Oh, here we go. Any of your girlfriends are told in advance by their mothers? No, I'm afraid not. They were just as scared as I was. Uh, some of them had older sisters who told them. One thing I was sure of. I would never let this happen to my daughter. <laughs> we so go he get tore him. out all her organs, her I, female organs. I think she meant we'd never let her just not know what to do. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> but Damn, it I went to like, the worst yeah. place, didn't I? <laughs> Give her a hysterectomy at four. It's <laughs> like, what? Well, she was probably um, in Nazi Germany, right? Yeah. You're accusing her of being a, a <laughs> I'm German. Not, I'm not accusing her. She's dead now, I mean. There's no way. If she, she's not, she's the oldest living woman. <laughs> Hi, let me tell you about my cycle. <laughs> no. She's ever been in 70. You add 60 years on top of it. <laughs> I just love how it's like, let's talk to grandma and find out about her first period. It's like, no, let's not do that. Best I can remember. <laughs> what are we talking about again? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's right. Periods. Periods. Yeah. <laughs> And when did you first learn about Now they got one of the guy's daughters in that's like 20. She's really young for this video. Like, she looks like she's in her 20s back then, right? She ain't had a period for too long. No. It's like some guy. That's probably the guy that's, you know, girlfriend right there. The one that's talking to this her. Is, yeah. This is the girlfriend from the office. <laughs> This is, this is I, my secretary that I shove it into when my wife's not around. This is who I tell the wife I'm going to with golfing all the time. Well, not her. Periods. Oh, I really can't remember. Well, now that you're <laughs> The old, young bitch can't remember. <laughs> Granny yeah. fucking oh, like, remembers it, was it all. It 1913. <laughs> I was in a field. <laughs> the was, coordinates were 32 west. <laughs> 44 <laughs> latitude. <laughs> I don't know coordinates, but yeah, she knows everything. The sunset was to the northeast. <laughs> it was a cool 35 degrees that morning. <laughs> The barometric pressure was 92. <laughs> I looked down in the cornfield. I seen a droplet of blood. I said, oh, boy, father must have killed a deer here last <laughs> night. <laughs> but no, it was coming from my vagina. <laughs> it's like, what? <laughs> and the woman's like, I don't know. I don't really remember. <laughs> You're like 20. How do you not? <laughs> Four years ago. <laughs> a presidential term. <laughs> Experience. Having had menstrual periods for several years. Looking at the information that you received before you started, 
He's smiling too big, he, isn't he? He wasn't, had, he wasn't yeah. smiling with Granny either. <laughs> right. He was like, ugh, this old Now bag. he's fucking cheesing. We're talking about blood falling out of her uterus. <laughs> I don't want to <laughs> hear that. And now he's like, oh, tell us about the things that happened with you downstairs. <laughs> How would you evaluate it? I just always sort of seemed to know something about it, and I knew that I'd have them someday. I do remember, though, when I started to develop, my mother reminded me that I'd probably be starting soon. And that's when she went into the sort of information that you gave in the animation. Not as clearly as that, but I felt I knew what the score was. And then she did a very practical thing. She gave me a belt and a pad, and I was all set. <laughs> so she whipped you with a belt. <laughs> no, the and way then they used gave to, you a pad. The way they used to have to put them on back then, they didn't have like the liners that stuck to things, and they they didn't have tampons at all. It was just a pad. That you wore with like a jockstrap type thing. <laughs> so wow. you had to wear a belt and a pad. I and, did not know that. And now they're going to get into the, the reasoning, Josh, of why this happened. I call myself me. being a, a vagina historian. <laughs> yeah. I'm damn near a gynecologist over here. And I didn't know anything about that. I'll be damned. There's no fertilization. Menstruation occurs. <laughs> Since the uterine lining or that nesty place little Mary was told about, <laughs> it's not needed to nourish the fertilized egg. It is sloughed off. This sloughing off of the broken down cells and blood. My dad from the didn't put it that uterus. clear. He didn't call it the the. Precious. I don't trust a damn thing that bleeds five days and don't die, Joshua. No, he didn't call it the uh, the the nesting place. <laughs> the nesting place. What'd your dad call it? He called it the honey hole. <laughs> <laughs> Damn bee in there done stung me. <laughs> That's why you were born. <laughs> Uterus and their discharge through the vagina is what menstruation actually is. <laughs> Describe the scene, Josh. You have a record playing on an old, old record player and a bed. All you can see is the upper part and the beds are shaking, right? It is. Surely they're not going to go there, are they? I hope not. Oh, they okay, They didn't. They just got a girl bouncing on the bed, like listening to the music. That's what you did before smartphones. <laughs> Hi, Mom. And then this nosy little bitch is going to grab the bag for her mom to get her jacket off. <laughs> hey, Mom, what'd you buy? <laughs> Shit, come on now. I got my pads in there. <laughs> Two personal things for myself. <laughs> this bitch going to open the box. <laughs> what is this? It's like a, just a blank generic box that's white. Mommy, what's this? Well... I guess, honey, you're old enough now to understand these. <laughs> Please. Could they have not done that in that shot? How many so, times have they picked up a canister? A, they've got some kind of canister. It looks like hairspray. She pours the bag out. The canister of hairspray hits the ground. Then the girl starts feverishly ripping into this bag of Kotex. And she gets one, like a quarter of the way out. <laughs> and the canister falls again. She picks it up. They put it on the bed. And she sit, the mom sits down. The canister rolls. It hits like, both of them. It's like, can we not plan with a fucking right. cylinder on the the fucking bed right. y'all gonna be sitting on why can't we just use a fucking bar soap <laughs> why does it gotta be a can of hairspray uh that's aerosol too 
That was like one of those good ones that would spray all the aerosol and hairspray out. <laughs> there would be no contents under pressure. Yes. And all that pressure's coming out eventually. <laughs> These things, those are sanitary pads for me, honey. You know that mothers have a special place inside them. Daddy told me all about it when he was drunk one time. I didn't know what he was talking about. He didn't say it was so special on you, though. He, <laughs> he said, said his secretary's was very special. <laughs> I was going to say, he liked the neighbor ladies real good. Just grow before they come out. Well, each month in a grown-up woman, a sort of soft, nasty place builds up. And some of the nest is blood. And if a woman is going to have a baby... She needs this nest for the baby to grow in. Now, let me tell you what. So we store twigs and shit there. <laughs> Pads are for. If no baby has started there, that then the blood. smiling is like yeah. a motherfucker. <laughs> and the nest isn't needed. And it just dribbles out of the vagina for a few days. <laughs> Gotta grab that one too, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta grab that phrase too. It just triples up. I'm kind of getting bummed out. There's only like two minutes left, but I'm like, damn. I'm kind of feel like I've had the talk from my grandmother. <laughs> Here's a place where I want to make a brief comment about the influence of the advertising world in stimulating sexuality. Oh, in the sec in the sixties, in the sixties, the sixties, <laughs> in the sixties. It was all free love. Uh, yeah. Right? Drink a Coke and give a blowjob. <laughs> you remember all those good commercials from back in the day. <laughs> Sales pitches for titillating devices such as perfumes, clothes, makeup, are designed to lure the young girl or her over-anxious parent into accepting this exaggerated emphasis on sexuality or sex appeal. Here's the moral. You know, like in the 60s, they couldn't just give you the facts. They had to be like... Don't be a whore now. <laughs> this is why you, you need to look at media as the devil and, you know, pray through it. Don't masturbate, Jimmy. <laughs> Chew on <That's>, another rock. It's <laughs> the standard and the use of these devices is essential for competing sexually. And then a fresh new nest place starts building up. It looks like they're on hour three of this, and the girl's like, She's not Fuck. smiling anymore. She's looking at her like, bitch, please, shut up. She's doing that. Shit! <laughs> Would you shut up? I know more about your vagina than dad does. That's what the pads are for, to catch the blood. I'm fucking sorry I asked. That's so gross, Mom. I just want to play with Barbies. Could you get off my bed now? I don't want you to stain this good comforter. <laughs> <laughs> does it hurt? It shouldn't. <laughs> if it does, you're probably going to die. <laughs> you know how open they were? Something that happens to every girl when she grows up. Parents should recognize that the feelings of inferiority that develop at this stage uh, can be lasting and damaging for many years to come. Oh, well, not the men, though. The men just have to suck it up that they want to get a fig leaf and put <laughs> over their dick. <laughs> Even a small fig leaf to cover up my boyish dick. For my dick. fucking school <laughs> nude swimming. What the hell? <laughs> Those who have hurdled this period. <laughs> Coach, why are we wearing fucking Speedos now during the game or the, the swim meet? Well, that's what you got to do during swim meets. Yeah. Why are we practicing the nude, though? Because <laughs> you can swim with that thing flopping around. You can swim with the Speedo. Quit questioning me. 
quit telling everybody our secrets about practice. Those are our secrets. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> and then he finally gets caught, and his defense is: I'm trying to have a relationship with my kids, and I can't do it. Successfully, can look back comfortably and with amusement. But from the child's point of view, the problems can be serious business. It adds to the marriage, makes it more complete. The adolescent boy has other problems, too. I'm talking about his problems in growth and development, which can be as disturbing to him as his sex pressures. <clears throat> Parents don't. Oh, I wish they wouldn't have cut that. Because there's a half two half-naked boys fixing to have a really weird discussion. <laughs> Man, I wish I could get in this locker. My dick's just too big. <laughs> what are you talking about? Uh, Freely about sexual matters with their children. They can't. They've been If they cut this down to 10 minutes, how long was the original version? And how uncomfortable? I feel, like- I feel like I've been beat the, about the head. With this damn sex video. <laughs> Reared in such a way that it's a bugaboo. Bugaboo. A bugaboo. <laughs> Parents don't know when or how to begin. Until when you're grown up, it gets to be just about this size. <laughs> damn, Mom. Now when- <laughs> She's doing like the DDP diamond cutter sign with her hands closer. So like. That's pretty That's pretty tight for her age. <laughs> I'm, no, it's like that all the time. Shit just falling out if it's that big. You couldn't hide gold in there or nothing. No, you'd have to have a five-pound bar at least for, to fill that up. When the baby's ready to be born, it stretches up to be about this size. So that's why daddy goes to the bar. That's why he calls me the whole ruiner. <laughs> you homewrecker. I'm your, I'm your son. Big enough for the baby to slip through head first. Then after the baby's born, it goes back to its regular size. <laughs> you hear the dad in the background. Bullshit! <laughs> <laughs> it is a shell of once what was. Of what once was. Shut up, Earl! <laughs> I'm trying to tell her about babies. <laughs> Parents should be aware of this. That this sort of pressure frequently helps set an artificial pace for the teenager. <laughs> a young girl who is not yet ready or really interested in these devices, may often feel that something is wrong with her since she's not really interested in these things when other girls are. On the other hand, uh, many other girls who acquire the desired allure are as yet by no means mature in other ways, and they find the stage set for many problems they aren't ready to handle. Oh, Jesus. They don't do it that way anymore. Perhaps you've heard some of the old wives' tales oh. about... Uh, don't take a bath, don't wash your hair, don't eat pickles uh, while you're menstruating. Now, I would like to see if we can summarize. <laughs> I would say just don't do. shove them up in there. Yeah. Probably what was right. a pickle supposed to do? You eat a pickle while you menstruate. And they make that blood smell like deal. <laughs> Ugh, can't have that. It presented. Sex education as such is not difficult. It is only uncomfortable for parents because of their backgrounds. And They're both crossing their legs now like they have this huge chub they got. <laughs> right now, me and Professor Steve here have boners. <laughs> We're trying to hide it. It's that 20-year-old talking about her menstruation. <laughs> Lack of know-how. From our experiences with many people, we have tried to bring out misconceptions and facts not well understood and tried to explain them on a scientific basis. 
It should be evident the advantages of starting early with explanations to children. Like how early do you, you want to start? Parents what they really want for their children, the answer fundamentally is a good, satisfying, happy life. If we begin early to create an atmosphere of under- <laughs> Not the best, just a good life. <laughs> just a good one. Just satisfying. One where you, you know. You know. <laughs> I mean, who don't want to kill themselves every day? Shit <laughs> happens wall to wall. It's what, that's what life is. That's what real people think about. Yeah. This ain't fucking TV. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> what do you want for your kids? Ah, whatever. <laughs> as long as I get a job and have some fucking babies, be fine. Yeah. Don't embarrass us. <laughs> Jesus. Understanding in which the child is allowed to express his real feelings. We give honest answers to his questions. We're well on the road to the kind of parent-child relationship that fosters the development of true maturity. Oh, Jesus. Problems related to <laughs> sex are not isolated problems, but are. I think that's guy's M.O. He lures you to sleep and then Cosby's your ass. <laughs> <laughs> what I'm first going to do is talk about sex education, and you wake up and your underwear ain't on right, and you're like, what the fuck happened, Dr. Steve? I'm not Dr. Steve, Jesus. <laughs> Dr. Steve's cool. Dr. Sam, there we go. Dr. Sam, what the hell happened? For all but the rare individual, a part of some greater difficulty. Good communication between parent and child is one of the best ways of preventing problems. <sighs> well, that was it, huh? I do want to see this 86 ed PSA. That looks totally 80s right there, Josh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so what are your questions, Josh, now that the film's over? <laughs> so do like... I'm listening. Go ahead. <laughs> do you think I should take that old guy's advice? or <laughs> should, I, should I smack it with a welding helmet? <laughs> <laughs> this is sex ed for the girl. I'm gonna lay you down. This is from the nineties. I think I'm ready. You know, to have sex. <laughs> what time does that clock say back there? Two forty-three. <laughs> <laughs> I figured you'd say that, so I came prepared. You brought a condom. No, silly. I brought my friends. Nick, <laughs> kind of kinky. <laughs> okay. He, he handcuffed her in a closet. And he's handcuffed her to the fucking shower. Uh, not the shower <laughs> rail. The damn uh, clothes uh, rail or whatever. Like, uh, go ahead. where is this going? I don't know. I don't know where you're going. <laughs> I'm trying to think, like, if this happens to me. A I'm girl's thinking, on the bed. Okay. She's like, I'm ready. And he's like, I figured you'd say that. Follow me. Walks her over to the closet and handcuffs her to the the bed rail, I guess is what you were going to no, say. No, I didn't say the bed rail. I was <laughs> going to say the shower rod. but The, the clothes hanging rod. Yeah, the clothes yeah. rod. And she's like, ha, ha, I watched American Psycho last <laughs> night. <laughs> I mean, I would be fucking terrified because these aren't like, uh, cop handcuffs no. that you would buy from These a tactical huge. store. These are like These fucking are shackles. <laughs> yeah, like you buy from a fucking sex store or something. <laughs> but why are we at the closet? Yeah, I see. I rigged this room with explosives. Premarital sex is a sin. 
Have fun running in hell, Beth. <laughs> Nick. Nick. <laughs> this no! can't be real. Wait, Nick, please. Virginity is cool. cool. Remain pure. And murder uh, anyone that wants to fucking that change it. That wasn't real. Okay, <laughs> but that was still funny. Uh, premarital sex is, is a oh. sin. All right, we got one more, Josh. We got to have an upbeat one. Is this one upbeat? Oh, yeah. Okay, well, this is our upbeat one to end the show. What you got here? News footage, and this was uh, in the recently news footage um i got it from some guy off of twitter i watched it and he's my news guy his name's cameron oh no it was just it was retweeted and liked so much that it just popped up and i was like this is fucking great this is p3 radio great so we got a uh, 50s newscaster woman here let's hear what she has to say Moments for customers at a Kansas Home Depot. Oh, God. responded to reports of a bomb threat at the store in Wichita. A customer alerted employees. A man inside the bathroom said there was a bomb in the building. Police were able to locate the man responsible for those comments. And Have we not that done man this? Told police- We've done this story. Really? Yeah. <laughs> it was when? a text-based story from like, when we did it, it was like a year ago. It was like a Taco Bell or something. Said he was going to blow, he blew up the bathroom. This isn't Taco gonna, Bell. This yeah. is Home Depot. All right, go ahead. But go ahead. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> I don't. I can't remember what the store was, but I think we did this. He's, he warned other guests to leave the restroom because he was quote uh, fixing to blow it up, but had no intention of causing a panic. Man also told police others in the room laughed, understanding his joke, which I'm just now getting. Home Depot says they will not be pressing charges, but I can tell you right now, you asked the producer for me to read that, didn't you? <laughs> <laughs> to Ethan now, please. No. We're going to have to go to a commercial. No, we're going to get it. We're going to get it. <laughs> have you seen the other one? <laughs> the other one? I, I guess we could do this one, too, since since we're talking about this kind well, of subject you... matter. <laughs> no, I haven't seen the other you, one. You, have you, I mean, not the other one, like the, like the story, but the other, like... Um, Hold on, I'll, I'll pull it up. But it's it's another newscast story. Um, well, feel free to not Guess. talk. <laughs> oh, no. I mean, that's what you did over the video. You were just like, no, he watched it. I won't say shit. <laughs> well, no, we, we didn't watch it. We did another, um, another video. It wasn't a video. We told the story about how he got arrested for saying something like that. Well, this guy in the Home Depot thing didn't get arrested. It was pretty much a rib at that point. But <laughs> I was going to say, um, I don't remember anything about the Taco Bell bathroom at all. I don't know if it was Taco Bell or or what it was, but it was a sto- It was a story about that. Well, it definitely wasn't celebs farting on TV. Well, more bodily functions in the news this morning. The next time you pass gas. Make sure no police are around. A man in West Virginia faces assault charges after police say he passed gas and fantasy. The officer, I mean, don't laugh. Oh. After the man was already arrested for DUI, according to police reports of St. Cruz. I can't even get through this. He passed the gas so loudly the officer said it was, quote, very odorous and created... 
<laughs> and created contact of an insulting or provoking nature. <laughs> Mr. Anchorman. See, that wasn't even right. That to, to put that story in there was wrong. That was wrong, man. I didn't even see it when I was looking through the script. He stuck that in there. <laughs> Very odorous. So a guy got arrested for DUI was like, well, take this with you, Mr. Officer Man. He left him an Easter egg. In yeah, and he was like, well, that's assault, brother. Your fart wave got on me. Yeah. That was so bad. You been eating cabbage, sir? And actually, that disrupted my vision. I'm going to have to charge you with assault. Who drinks and eats cabbage? That's a weird combination, sir. Well, I cook it, then I drink the juice. Smells that way. Smells so like that's what you've been living on for the past 12 years. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, bitch, you're growing cabbage in there? Oh, man. Well, Josh. Yes, Richard? I think we might have done it. What did we do? <laughs> Hopefully put on an entertaining show, and those <laughs> old people talking about sex didn't just gross everybody out. But if you want to hear more old people talk about sex, visit your local nursing home. <laughs> and they're probably doing it, according yeah. to Richard. <laughs> yeah. Knock on the door. If there's a if there's a Metamucil sitting by the door, you know not to go in. <laughs> <laughs> Means Gramps is hitting old uh, Gertrude <laughs> right in the anniversary hole. <laughs> Might even be doing it on the fucking uh, the, the shit seat or whatever. Well, if you want to hear more examples of why we won't get a promotion, go back and listen to our archives. <laughs> but if you want to get in touch with our show or follow us on social media, Josh, how do they do that? Well, sir, on Twitter, we are at P3 Radio, the number one. On Facebook, putting that search bar, Pop Poncho, and you're bound to see our profile picture. And if you want to get with us, the only fucking way that those people that talk to us about sex and menstruation knew how to communicate back in the day, that is via a telephone. And dig this, you can text us on this number. It's yeah. way more advanced. Our telephone number, you can leave a voicemail. It is 731-300-6675. That number is 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Call it anytime you want. Uh, if you're feeling blue and you just want to call and talk about your feelings, go ahead and do that there. We'll play it on the show. <laughs> but that's going to do it for us. For Josh Barley, this is Richard Mulliken saying thanks for listening and good night. <laughs>